Hello again. So many want to know, what is the fastest way to awakening? In my experience, one of the easiest and fastest ways to do that is to learn to read the storybook that you are writing about yourself. And believe it or not, this storybook is your life. And don't read just the big or interesting chapters of it either. All details are very revealing if we only stop and look. And this is what I would like to encourage you to begin to do today and to do every day from now on out. But it's hard to do at first. We don't read our story back to us. Instead, we get caught up in the drama that seems to unfold around us and we can't seem to pry ourselves off the storyboard at first. And so we remain embedded, masquerading as characters in our own story, in our histories and our mysteries without even knowing what it is that we're doing because we don't know that we are unconsciously writing it, much less that what we write, we go on to live. And we get stuck in the story, and we see only the drama. We see losing jobs, getting married, going to the doctor, having babies, eating dinner, going to sleep, each and every little thing that we do, down to the choice of our pajamas we wear to bed, has an intimate meaning to us. But, caught in the flow of our river, we can't see those meanings, and so we think they're random or beyond our control. These things engage us so deeply and convincingly that it's hard to stop and review the why behind the stories that we keep scripting. But that is exactly what I'm going to ask you to begin to do today. Find the why. Always. Because there is a reason that everything seems to occur. For example, you didn't lose that job because of the economy, though that is what you will initially believe. But the loss of your job was the delivery system and fulfillment of a hidden thought or a belief that you hold within. That is what is actually going on. And even though some thoughts and beliefs can be hidden so well that we don't even see them and they melt into the landscape of our reality, even so, that belief or thought is what is delivering you the life that you seem to experience. But that is so hard to see and believe, and it flies right in the face of some much-loved beliefs. But it's true. There is nothing random, and if you are here, it is impossible to be a passive onlooker of your own life. You can't do it. The best you can do is turn your head so that you don't see that it's your own hand up inside that puppet because you are indeed the leaf on the river of life being directed by seemingly unseen forces but you are also this river this force that brings the leaf all it comes to experience and to apply 
that you are only the leaf is an act of duality, among other things. I mean, who is the river if it's not you? And to imply that the river mysteriously runs by itself is the negation of your birthright and your power. And though for a short while pretending to give away your power might feel good to you, after all, what is there to worry about then? But eventually, you have to come full circle and see you are both this leaf floating upon the river of life and you are the river that brings the leaf all it experiences. But it's hard to see, I know. And even when we get a glimpse of it, it can be even harder to admit. I mean, after all, no one would wish unpleasant things into their life. Rather, we do it unconsciously, often through fear or with self-limiting thoughts. But no one does it on purpose. And yet, we do do it. But the good news is, if we are doing it, then we can stop doing it. We can change it. But if instead of it merely being our mistaken selves, if instead of that we come to believe that we are being directed by some mysterious force that we are supposed to merely submit to, then we're screwed, aren't we? Yeah, we would be. So, I think it's incredibly fortunate that this is not true. You are the leaf floating along on the river of life, and you are also this river that brings the leaf all it seems to experience. And when we begin to learn to read the story of our life, and we begin to trace our experiences back to the roots, then you will see this for yourself, and you will reveal your own power to you. The cool thing is, even bad things empower you in this way. They do, because when we can finally read our book of life, and that's what it is, by the way, it's your book of life. When we can finally read it, we can see that the reason we lost our job wasn't due to the economy, really, but rather the economy was the delivery system for our fear or belief that finances are becoming shaky. We are indeed calling it forward. Then we have begun to grasp what was hidden in plain sight before, that we are indeed calling forward everything that we experience. And we have always been doing this since the beginning of time. We are both the leaf and the river. So, the payoff is huge for prying one eye out of your storyboard and toggling over and instead of reacting to events and feeling like you had no choice in the matter, knowing that this is what you have written. And when we do this, we are beginning to regain our rightful dominion in our world of experiences. So, knowing this, when you look at your storyboard and you see that you're unhappy or lonely, for example, trace it backwards. Trace it backwards.
see where it springs from within because it certainly does. It comes from within you somewhere. Find it. Have you perhaps unconsciously accepted conditioning from an earlier life experience and quietly adopted your perspective complements of that unconscious conditioning? And now this is what you quietly expect, even though you wish for companionship and happiness. Is that what happened? It could be. Are you suffering from a physical ailment or limitation? And when you trace it backwards, you see how you have perhaps always secretly feared this very thing, or that it manifested as a fulfillment of your hidden belief that you aren't powerful in certain ways or circumstances. You have to look and see. I mean, we are often borderline cartoonish in our symbolism with our bodies. For example, injured legs often point to a feeling of lack of freedom and mobility in certain areas. Injured arms and hands often indicate a feeling of helplessness or oppression. Injured or painful backs often point to feeling as though you can't support yourself or sometimes are the expression of resentment for supporting something that you do not want to support. Less than perfect eyesight or vision often points to either the fear that you do not see or hear correctly, or they're used as buffer zones, reducing your expectations of seeing and hearing your world. And here's one you haven't thought of before a bit. It seems to me that when we put on weight, it is often symbolic of dreams and desires unspent. It's something you haven't used. <laughs> yep, we're collecting the unspent potential of our dreams and our desires around our middles or on our butt, just like the unspent potential of calories and energy that manifests there. If any of you possess any of these things, stop and look. Now your reason may be different, or it could very well precisely be what I've offered you. It often is. But it is coming from somewhere within you. And I hope these give you an idea of where to begin to stop and look for them. Please join me for part two of The Book of Life.